I'm at Camden BRI with product development specialist Sarah Chapman and bakery process engineer Fred Gates. And we're talking about the use of process technology in the creation of healthy products. So there's been a lot of interest in reformulation to reduce components such as sugar, fat or salt. But perhaps there's less awareness of how process technology can also help. So can we start with an example of a technology that can help to achieve this? Well, a really simple example would be aeration in a product such as a mousse or an aerated thick beverage. By incorporating air, you're basically increasing the volume of the product uh, and therefore decreasing the energy density, which leads to a reduced energy intake for people consuming those products. Increasing volume of products also increases satiety by giving you um, a fuller stomach, which gives signals to the brain to tell you to stop eating. So examples of products that people have used to uh, look at this are aerated smoothies. And also, how do you actually get air into the products? Different ways of uh, processing products. So simple ways such as whisking or beating products to get air in or more controlled ways of aerating products using a continuous aerator. For example, we've got a, a pilot scale Mondo mix in our pilot plant. Interestingly, this has parallels in bread, which is also an aerated structure. With the fibre addition, you are also reducing calories. So one issue with adding fibre into the product is that it reduces loaf volume by disrupting the bubble structures. And we're looking at various things which affect this, for example, particle size of the bran. And we could also look at things like the rate of hydration because bran absorbs water at a very different rate to flour. So this can cause issues when you are mixing the dough, it can be very sticky, and then it dries out during the proving and baking stages. So we're looking at things like pre-soaking to help this. But by adding fibre, we can reduce calories, increase satiety, and this will work providing we can manage the problems which are related to the lower volume. So that's aeration. So would the same be true for emulsions then? Well, quite a lot has been done with using a water, oil and alginate fat replacer. My colleague Charles Spears has talked about this on a previous podcast. Uh, we've used it in various products such as cakes. And the trouble is that the fat is having a very functional role because if you add liquid oils in there, it will decrease the viscosity, which allows air bubbles to rise to the surface. And this results in lower volumes. And also you can get problems with baking the cake as the heat penetration is not so good. So by using a solid emulsion, you're able to get many of the properties of a solid fat and you can add extra water in there so you get extra calorie reduction. And the same approach we've looked at is with um, reduced fat buttercream type fillings and frostings. Basically, we saw Charles's work and thought it would be good to see if making a cake that's low fat, can you actually lower the fat in the frostings by using this approach? So we used the alginate emulsion, uh, this time combining with butter rather than oil to uh, give it the solidity that we needed for the buttercream. But we did manage to produce frosting that had a 66% reduction in fat and we still retained a buttery texture and flavour. And it also had a 20% reduction in calories. And there's actually a recent R&D report which sort of summarises this work. So are there other approaches with emulsification? 
Yes, there are. One interesting area is uh, wow emulsions or water oil water emulsions. These uh, emulsions are usually either oil in water emulsions um, where you've got droplets of of oil in water such as a mayonnaise or you've got droplets of um, water in oil such as a butter where a wow emulsion is actually a three-phase emulsion. You've got water in oil in water and it allows for a reduction in fat by the water in the middle part of the emulsion is not perceived so it allows for the product to taste more uh, that it's got more fat in it. Uh, You can also use this approach for reducing uh, sugar or salt where the sugar and salt only need to be in the continuous outer water phase allowing you to reduce uh, the amount that you're putting in a product so that would work for a mayonnaise or a sweet cream filling. The main issues with these wow emulsions in that they're difficult sometimes to maintain stability when you make them on a commercial scale. Another area of interest is gluten-free. and How does this affect the production process? Well, we've done a lot of work on this and what we've looked at is reverse engineering wheat bread processing to try and understand how ingredients affect the bread quality. So what we also found, though, was that Processing had a major part too, especially the baking process was important. So if you bake gluten-free bread with the same conditions that you use for wheat bread, you end up with the loaf tearing itself apart on the inside. But we could get round this by using much lower baking temperatures and adding steam in the baking process. Sarah Chapman, Fred Gates, thank you both very much indeed.